When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. Andrew Musgrove here and it's time for a match review. Newcastle unfortunately beaten 4-0 by Manchester City up at St James's Park. Meaning the points go back to the northwest. City will remain top of the Premier League for Christmas and Newcastle in the relegation zone. But only three points off safety if you are looking for a positive from an afternoon where there were very few. Unfortunately I've con contracted COVID-19 which means I'm self-isolating so I watched this one from home and given the performance and the result yeah you know I'm not complaining too much once again Newcastle's frailties at the back were on show for everyone to see and it feels like we are consistently banging this drum but we're here to analyse the game and yet again it is the poor defending which is the biggest talking point. I know people will be shouting VAR right now as you're listening to this, and we'll get onto that in a moment. But the fact is Newcastle conceded four goals today, and in my opinion, all four were preventable. We've talked about how Newcastle haven't got the personnel to make a solid defence going forward. But what you can do is you can manage that, can improve them as a unit until you can get replacements in that's what january's for but what eddie howe can't do is when the players go across that line onto the pitch he can't help these individual mistakes which are where they're not even creeping into the game they're there pretty much every single game and yet again we saw it today in my opinion three out of the four goals were individual mistakes which have allowed manchester city who don't need any help to punish Newcastle United. The first goal, the Diaz header, the ball comes in from Cancelo. I mean, even before we get to the header, actually, we have to talk about how the corner came about. You know, they're playing it out from the back. You haven't got the personnel. I'm always nervous watching that. I'm always nervous watching a defence trying to play from the back when you haven't got it. But anyway, Dubravka tries to pass the ball to Jamal Lascelles and it's played straight out. You know, did... Could LaSalle's have kept it in? Did he take it? Whatever. No, it's, it's a mistake by both men there. Corner comes in. You know, it's, it's put in. Goes to the far post. It's put back into the box. And Kevin Clark looks like he goes to head it. For whatever reason, he stops. Does the Martin Dubravka shout for it? Whatever he does, he doesn't come out and claim it. You know, if, 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 he's, if, if he's shouted that it's his, he needs to come out and catch it, punch it, whatever. But he's rooted to the spot. And there's Diaz, unmarked, four yards Hits at home. It's embarrassing. There's no other word for it. It's absolutely embarrassing that that is what's just happened there against a side like Manchester City who don't need anything on a plate. They will take advantage of anything you do gift them. And it was just, yeah, embarrassing to watch. And if your team's around Newcastle United looking on, you're looking at that defence and you're thinking, well, even, even we can take advantage here. And it'll give sides around Newcastle hope because they'll watch... Newcastle's defence, they'll watch the players being unable to perform the simplest of tasks in defence and watching them get punished. And that's why January's so important. And I think it's fair to argue that the majority of players who've 
being in that back four, back five this season may not be first team come February the 1st if everything goes to plan for uh, the January transfer window. Maybe Jamal Sells because he's captain. I know a few would say, well, they don't want him in the side either. But you have to, you have to hope that January goes to plan because Newcastle, the only way they're going to improve this defence is by spending money. It's not going to be cheap. But goodness knows they need mass improvement at the back because they cannot continue to ship goals in the way where they do. And, you know, you're playing against the side at Manchester City, best side in the league for me, massive ability. You know, you can go through every single player who's starting everything, every single player on the bench, better than Newcastle United players. You know, they would probably walk into a Newcastle United starting eleven, And that's exactly the reason why Newcastle don't need to be handing them any gifts. But time and time again this season, we've seen them, the defence, just careless and individual mistakes are really proven costly for Newcastle United. And it's a really difficult thing for Freddie Howe to sort out because, like I say, as soon as you get across onto that pitch, it's down to the, the defenders and they're continually, continuously making daft decisions which are now proven really costly for Newcastle United. Uh, the, the second goal, for me... Brilliant strike from Cancelo. Sky commentator absolutely loving it. And it was a brilliant strike. But when he's allowed to travel as far as he, he was, he skips past Joe Willick, who puts a half-hearted challenge in. Hayden slips. He gets towards uh, to the uh, end of the edge of the box. And at that point, you think, well, surely Clark and Lascelles, they're going to step in. They're going to put some pressure on him. But he's allowed to take an extra touch. He's allowed to set himself and fire in the top corner. Superb strike. But from a defensive point of view, again, it's embarrassing. They've turned their back on him as well, and it is that they've gone to block it. You know, let's not hold anything back here. Let's 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 address it for what it is. Just embarrassing defending, and you'd like to think when they look back on it, someone takes responsibility, and you know they take a long hard look in the mirror because they need to improve. They can't put this performance in against Manchester United at the back because they'll get punished again against Everton. They'll get punished again, and. They've been punished all this season. We saw against Leicester, they were punished. Against Liverpool, they were punished for just not... Whether it's following your man or making the wrong decision on the pass, passing it to the opposition in silly silly positions, they're going to get they're getting punished and they'll continue to get punished. And this is why January is so important to bring in a defender of better quality, defenders of better quality, someone who can organise the defence, someone who takes control, takes responsibility for that back line and just brings it up to a level in which they're not conceding stupid goals. Because if you're conceding goals because someone's just generally better than you, you accept that, okay? If you did everything you can, if you didn't aid them in any way. But time and time again, we're seeing Newcastle aid the opposition and the opposition taking advantage. And you know, the third and fourth goal, Mares and Sterling, very similar. Yet again, Man City allowed to put the ball in the box. And Matt Ritchie allows Mares to run, gets a run on him, puts in... Yes, goes to VAR, you know, he is on side. But you know, Morris should not be allowed that time to run. It's it's not good enough. And then for what happened a second time with, with Sterling at the end, it's kind of a, a copycat goal. Matt Ritchie just allowing the players to run. And look, I'm a big fan of Matt Ritchie. His passion, the standard he sets for himself. You know, he's come in, he's, you know, he's he looked like his career was over. He's come in and he's adapted to the left wing back role. He's not a left wing back, you know, today it was four, so he's not a left back, but he's you know, he's adapted to it. 
He puts his all into it, but he was just not good enough today. And they need to be doing better than that collectively as a unit. But yeah, you know, I think a left back is 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 crucial. I tweeted that out. A lot of people said, "Well, the whole back four needs redoing." I'm not going to argue with that. Um, and yeah, you, you know, usually you you look for positives in a game like this, and the fans were brilliant. Is 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 always singing their hearts out right to the end. Newcastle, the owners know how lucky they are to have you know a set of fans like Newcastle fans on their side. You know because Newcastle United fans are absolutely brilliant and they are backing Eddie Howe all the way. They're backing the new ownership all the way. You know they know the challenge Eddie Howe has got, but they were singing their hearts out today yet again. Brilliant, absolute testament to the club. Love, lovely to see another great flag display from War Flags, and you know they're really going to be a big help to Newcastle in what is going to be a very tough couple of months towards the end of the season. Um, Joe Linton, brilliant again today. I thought 8 or 9 out of 10 performance, using his strength, picking passes, carrying the ball a fair distance. You know, he was just brilliant again. And what a player he's becoming. And there was aggression again in his play today, which I've really loved watching over the past few weeks. He's shown that bit more bite, that bit more fight. And that's what Newcastle are going to need going forward and it's going to be interesting to see how that affects their January window as well because they're going to need players with a bit of grit and determination to get them out of the trouble they're in that'll be a conversation for another podcast but yeah another good performance from Joe Linton Ryan Fraser had a decent game but I, I, I do struggle to pick out anyone who who stood up to the challenge today you know Martin Dubravka made it, made it. Made a few good saves. The scoreline could have been a lot higher. Brilliant save from uh, Jesus. Uh, brilliant header from 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 the Brazilian. And Martin Dubravka makes a good save. But you know, Callum Wilson not looking like himself. A few a few times when the ball's played wide, and and the Callum Wilson of old will collect that. He'll he'll draw defenders out, and then he'll get it in the box and what have you. Just the ball wouldn't stick from. And St. Maxman, who was started on the bench, comes on at half time. Didn't think he did too much. You know, it wasn't really the game for him. The defence seemed to know the best way to to mark him. And it's essentially, you know, in many ways, to to back off, isn't it? Because if you go close to him, he'll take it around you. But if you back off, he, he's got to run towards you. And I'm not sure he quite likes that. So it wasn't really the game for him. Joe Willick, you know, I I still believe he's a, he's a good player. I'm still happy Newcastle signed him after what happened last last you know January to May. Always going to be hard to replicate that as we mentioned on previous episodes, but I do feel the time is now for him to drop out of the squad, uh, not the squad, well the starting eleven. Sorry, you know, put him on the bench, take him out of 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 the starting eleven because at the moment Newcastle are kind of carrying him. He looks a bit slow. He doesn't look too happy. It's not working for him. And it will click eventually, but I don't think Newcastle are in the position now where they can wait for it to click because Newcastle need wins and they need victories. So he's a body that Newcastle are currently carrying. He's a passenger. You know, we've seen glimpses over the last few weeks of maybe why Newcastle spent all that money, but we need we need to see the rounded picture. And it's very difficult, obviously, when Newcastle are in the position they're in and things aren't working across the board. And I'm not making him into a scapegoat. But I, for me personally, I would just take him out of the of the, the fire line a little bit, put him on the bench, let him be that impact player which we saw at the beginning of his Newcastle career. You know, when he comes off, you might get a goal. You know, he's got that energy to change a game. I just think at the moment, 
with every game he starts, it's not working. It's not doing his confidence any good. He just needs a little bit of a break. Now, on to what I suspect is the main talking point for a lot of you guys is the VAR decision, which didn't go Newcastle's way today. And it was the penalty that was not. Stonewall penalty, in my eyes. Ball played in at the box, and Ryan Fraser brought down by Edison. I mean, the referee didn't even go, wasn't even called to the line to check it. You know, the Sky commentators were fuming at the decision. Castle fans couldn't believe it. The, the likes of Jermaine Defoe in the, in the Sky Studios couldn't believe it. Absolutely baffling. For me, like I say, Stonewall penalty, at the very least, it's a VAR check on the sideline monitor. So whoever is, is down checking that and hasn't gone to the referee and said, you need to go and have a look at that, it's it, absolutely baffling. What is the point of VAR if you're not at least going to go and get the referee to check that? You know, there's clear contact. He takes him down. I think the argument is that Cancelo was there and had the ball away already. He wasn't that far away from the keeper. You know, Ryan Fraser could have still got there. Edison wipes him out. It's absolutely baffling. 2-0 down at that point. 2-1 if the penalty goes in. The game changes. The crowd go up another level. And suddenly you have a game on your hands. And it's just another case. And this isn't just Newcastle United. It's across, it's across the whole league. Where VAR is not serving its purpose. We saw yesterday... Uh, Zaka for Arsenal he should have been sent off in my opinion horrific challenge I think was on Rafinha um, goes right over his ankle doesn't even go at the VAR to check it. it it's just not serving its purpose and we've seen obviously in recent weeks Newcastle the, the, the likes of James Madison against uh, for Leicester you know that was not a penalty should have gone to VAR I think the referee probably ruled it out but hey you know yeah it's just again baffling there's not really much you can see on that Newcastle should have had a penalty and a chance to get back into this game. But at the end of the day, you know, they probably, probably would have still lost the game. I know that's a defeatist attitude, and that's the problem we had under the previous manager, where it was go out and see what you can get, anything's a bonus. And you feel in Eddie Howe, actually, that you know every game is a potential for three points. He wants a performance from every game, and he wants Newcastle to show a good account themselves. That's why they bought Alan St. Maximon in half-time to try and push Manchester City. didn't work, but I thought it was a really good thing to see good initiative and shows the kind of mindset Eddie Howe was in that a 2-0 down against the best club in the, in the league in my view you bring on an attacking player to try and force the issue and I, I, you know, I, I really enjoyed that I thought it was a really good move and positive to see but at the end of the day Newcastle have lost 4-0 to Manchester City yes you know like I say the best side in the league and yes no one expected to get much out of it but it's just those individual mistakes which are proven really frustrating and really costly and they've got to cut them out if they're going to get out of this bother because it's not just top teams that'll punish you it's any team it's any team in the Premier League will make the most of those mistakes and I'm I'm at a loss to what Eddie can do because the players have got to take responsibility for those individual mistakes and they've got to cut them out of their own game Eddie can set up in the best way possible but as I've already said if it's the players making those decisions on the pitch and, and, and giving the ball away and what have you, pulling players down. They've got to cut out of their own game. You know They've got to take responsibility. Uh, yeah, not a good day for Newcastle United in the relegation zone for Christmas and you just hope that they can put in a good performance against Manchester United, hopefully get three points. It would be a really, really valuable three points and go into January, um, you know, got Everton, haven't they? 
going to that Everton game, then going to January, bringing some players, and hopefully we just start to see a bit of momentum, three points, you know. When that three points come, you just hope they can then build on it. We, we didn't get to see that after Burnley. We need to see that after the, whenever that next win comes, and has to come quick, that they get a bit of momentum, the ball rolling, and they can get themselves out of bother. But for now, that's been everything as Black and White Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Please remember to like and subscribe and head over to chroniclelive.co.uk to keep a date with all the latest Newcastle United news.